0: Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetians. So follow me on the discovery of its artisans, writers, Fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers, and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog, www.monicacesarato.com, and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Venice Talks, episode number 36. Hi everybody and welcome back to Venice Talks. Today my special guest is a very dear friend Um, she has one of the hidden gems in Venice it is Maria Gabriella Emiliani from Antichita Aighetto. Ciao carissima how are you? Ciao Monica I'm very good thank you how are you? I'm um, fine, thank you. And hi also to Nina, your daughter, but I know she's in the background somewhere playing, I hope. Hopefully, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so let's start by explaining what Antiquita Ghetto is.
1: Okay, so uh, Antiquita Ghetto, as the name says, it's uh, an antique store mm-hmm. in the heart of the Jewish ghetto of mm-hmm. Paris. And we've been owning this uh, this store for almost twenty years now. So, oh wow! Yeah, okay. they I think because first it were it were my parents they opened mm-hmm. it uh, first like it, it was two thousand and five two thousand and six more or less. So yeah, we're getting closer to the twentieth anniversary of our mm. store. Cool. And uh, and yes, our store we host many
0: I would say many precious things I mean in my opinion of course oh no no you do okay so let's start from the beginning yeah. so your first of all the location I got to say it, I say it's a hidden gem because uh, you're in the middle of a ghetto but also it, it is a hidden gem it really is because uh, your stores basket you still got the baskets outside of flowers yes always definitely okay Some and baskets. uh i always say when i stop with uh, guests or with friends or whatever for me you're not an antique store you're just a little museum because the way you display all your antiques with all the um you know the labels and the scri- description everything it is like walking into a little museum Grazie. Thank you so much. You're very, very kind. (laughs) And uh, so let's start by talking about the location. Your building is one of the oldest buildings in the city, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I actually have something to say about it, because when my parents first did the uh, restoration works, because, you know, before before being a store, it was just kind of a storage place. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was empty. It was... Very dirty and full of rats, mm-hmm. as we say in mm-hmm. the Oh, 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 god. oh, proper rats! Oh, oh you're talking about ma- big mice. Ah, okay, right. I thought <laughs> Oh gosh! Human oh, rats. Yeah. Oh, oh god! We had
1: to do some works uh, to, to to make it accessible. Otherwise. Yeah, of course. And when and they had to stop the work for uh, kind of for a few months because they needed to call uh, a team of archaeologists. Okay. Because they found out that in there, there was one of the earliest foundry of the ghetto. Because as you know, yeah. or maybe I don't know if your public knows, but... Well, we,
0: we, we might tell them again, okay, that mm-hmm. the ghetto is the first ever ghetto. And the word ghetto comes from the foundries of Venice. Exactly, yes. Because from the action of throwing of the met- melted metal into the molds and in Venetian is Ghetto, and then the German-Jewish uh, couldn't pronounce it, they call it Ghetto. Yes. But yours was one of your regional foundries. Oh one, I found a, a very, a very super old one. Okay, what, what, uh, what uh, period are we talking about? What year are we talking about, more or less?
1: I think we're thinking of talking about the 15th century, something like that, 15th or oh, maybe 16th century, 16th century, I'd say. Okay.
2: Like
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's very, very old. And then after they had studied the place, uh, they gave us permission to open mm-hmm. it. And um, so, yes, it's for sure one of the oldest building in, in I would say, in the ghetto and maybe also,
0: who knows, maybe in Venice yeah. as well. It's like Aladdin's cave in a little bit. I mean, when you walk in, <laughs> yeah. it does feel like Aladdin's cave. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we try. Right. I mean, uh, it's something that actually we, we, we've we been
0: uh, told a lot.
1: And also, they, they either say, okay, it's like a museum, it's like a cave, Aladdin's cave, or it really feels warm
0: like home. And for us, it is our second home, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're always there. Yes, it, it's true. I think you spend more time in the shop than actually you actually spend. <laughs> Oh my, my daughter as you know she was raised there we yes. had the playpen there i know i remember i remember she was a toddler and i, I remember it. i bet you instead of, of actually like all the other kids playing mm-hmm. with normal toys you were giving her all antiques exactly. you know. exactly. <laughs> you have the first taste of it exactly <laughs> so in what kind of a tea you actually got you specialize because there are other antique shops in Venice, it's not you're not the only one, but you specify in two main things, right? Oh, uh, yes,
1: yeah, we have, I would say, like four, maybe five. Um, specifically, I don't know. How
0: to say. Oh, okay, I, I knew the two, okay, so it's more than two, well, for okay. example,
1: yeah, for sure, like Judaica, because since yep. we're in the Jewish case, so Jewish items for mm-hmm. I don't know what Judaica is and uh, also micro mosaic yeah we've been we got passionate about micro mosaic micro mosaic is an art that actually was born first in rome Mm -hmm. and in like about 16th 17th century something like Mm -hmm. that and then it spread
0: to the rest of italy and it arrived also in venice of course so and of course in venice because of the um of murano glass for oh, yes it kind of thrived in a way because it's uh, so particular as well isn't it exactly so they had they knew how to blow glass they knew how to make these very
1: tiny micro tiles that compose micro mosaic so
0: let, let's be clear about this because i know what you're talking about and i know how incredible it is we are talking about little i mean little depiction of images but i'm talking about really small that has been done all with these micro tassels right Mm -hmm. exactly and people had to i mean i don't even know because i can't i'm half blind so i can't see things they actually had to well first to prepare the tassels right
1: yes it was so hard I guess to get the perfect color that you wanted the shades and I, I don't know how they did I don't know
0: and then put it together I mean doing mosaics on its own it's an art but my micro mosaics uh, and you were explaining to me the many times that I see you that is an art that at least in Italy or at least from Venice doesn't exist anymore does it because uh, they don't produce the tassels, right am mm-hmm. I correct
1: I'm not 100% sure now that we're oh. actually talking about it because, as you know, we have Orsoni, with uh, uh, a okay. very famous uh, glass making manufacturer, very close to our store actually, and mm-hmm. they uh, make uh, either
0: um, mosaic material mm-hmm. but not micro mosaic yeah that's what i'm saying no no i'm talking about the micro mosaic of course the mosaics they in make general, materials yeah no but yeah. they also
1: make like because there are so many micro mosaicists i don't know <laughs> if that's the right word in english but it actually go to or to buy to supply to get supply for them oh, okay so, more, so maybe so. maybe
0: they buy the uh, the tassels and then they broke break them into pieces to get them tiny as they need yeah yeah i think so yes okay 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 but it's amazing the collection you had also because every year for the venice class week usually you you pile up a a beautiful display and you have you do this beautiful catalog with all these descriptions and so much work you put into it maria gabriella really is a lot of work yeah it is but it actually uh, it, it gives
1: satisfaction to be able to transmit to spread our passion to other people, because it's something, mosaics are is, is an art that got lost for yeah. a while. I mean, it was very, very famous back in 19th century mm-hmm. and day by day, year by year, uh, I don't know, the decrease was considered sort of a poor art. Mm-hmm. In these last years, and we would like to think that also we contributed to, to this, um, it's already, it's again, uh, very fashion. So there's oh. so many collectors. And also I have to say, you being completely honest, the price of antiques, micro mosaic mm. uh, went to the top, went to the roof yes okay because but it's not good back. for
0: you because you look it no you know, <laughs> and trace them and then sell them but it's good it's for only. whoever owns them and thank you to you i own one too now mm-hmm. <laughs> i finally finally you saw me the other day i finally managed to go around because i was so worried i was gonna lose it because very kindly um maria gabrielle and her family a couple of years ago for my birthday gave me this beautiful necklace with this beautiful macro mosaic and i couldn't wear it because because unfortunately the um closure of the back mm-hmm. wasn't uh, i don't know it, it was the original one but somehow maybe when they designed it, it wasn't that safe so at least twice i actually nearly lost it uh, thank god i'm the kind of person that plays a lot with necklaces okay so my hand is always there so i literally felt they fell in, on my neck and I wasn't pulling it. It just literally fell on my neck, like, oof, oh, my God. Yeah, I so now I fixed yeah. this, so it's perfect, it's perfect. perfect. So listen, so you do micro mosaics, you do ju- Judaica, that yeah. is, as you were mentioning before, is uh, it's, it's not jewelry, it's more like uh, accessories or it's exactly. also jewelry as well no not so much it's actually uh like jewish
1: ritual uh, okay. items that okay that, that actually they, they can e- either be used for as i said right mm-hmm. so for uh Dala, shabbat and so on so we have candlesticks. so we have mm-hmm. they're the torah pointer to read the torah without touching the book and so on and or they can also be like um daily Uh, daily use items, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, we have a very big collection of hamsa, hamsa is the, okay, it's a, hamsa means hand or, okay, Um, it's a common, it's an amulet, first of all, okay, yeah, it's a common symbol both for the uh, Muslim and -hmm. for the Jewish people, The Muslim Mm -hmm. is the hand of Fatima, as everybody knows, and for the Jewish people is the hand of Miriam. So it's, um, and people use it as, a ta- as an amulet for protection, against okay. the evil eye. Okay. And, and so we have a very big collection of, of it, and people either wear it as um, jewelry, as you mm-hmm. were saying, but also they put it in their house,
0: they hang it on the wall. Okay. So okay. That's just an example. Mm-hmm. And then you also, uh, as if I remember, you also collect uh, uh, fabrics oh yeah fabrics uh mostly we try okay from venice
1: but Uh lately because my mother got so passionate about those okay uh, we're starting we started collecting antiques textile and fabrics from either all over italy or Ah. just places yeah we we are expanding
0: okay Okay. range of the store because well, it makes sense. I mean, you got amazing stuff. I know you also got pictures. You got loads of other things. What is, um, would you by heart know your oldest piece? Uh,
1: right now, we have, yeah, we have, because we also have uh, glassware from Murano, of course. And uh-huh. uh, now we have to. I don't know if I, the pronunciation is going to be right. were so
2: E-W-E-R-S.
1: So, you know, mm-hmm. to keep, um, um, in this case, they were pro- liturgic, so probably used in church. Okay. And they're, they date back to 17th century, Murano.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I think that's the oldest item we have right now. Okay. So how exciting is it whenever you or your parents find something you know, maybe in some, I, I know that you don't, you also go to the proper auction, but also you go around the markets and trying to find how, how excited is it when you find something totally unexpected and you go like, oh my God, oh my God, no, <laughs> people maybe really don't realize it. how important it
1: is. It is because you first have a feeling, when you see something precious. You just have like, okay, that piece there is telling me something, even if you don't know anything mm-hmm. about it yet. And so you just buy by impulse, I'd say, and then you started researching and studying it and you look at it and you clean it, clean it, clean it. uh, You really cherish it. You you treat it like it was a part of the family. Uh And then you find out like it's something super rare or super precious. And yeah, it really pulls our hearts um it's the exciting part of the job i'd say mm.
0: and so explain me something i know obviously you got into it because of your parents but you could have easily gone and done another job okay so how i, wasn't
1: meant to. I was meant to actually you were meant...
0: <laughs> yeah okay let's hear it then okay let's see <laughs> this so uh yeah
1: i have a master's degree in mandarin chinese um, oh,
0: okay totally 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 another thing okay totally,
1: completely another thing yeah exactly and um in law and business of china okay and, uh, i actually started working for the uh, Kafoska university so Venice university for a while i had this very super teacher but so uh, i say hi to him i don't know whether you might be listening to it and um yeah so my life was meant to be related at least uh, to china i don't know if I was meant to go live there, but mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, as a very good daughter that I am, I started to help my parents. You know, in my free time, because mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good thing to do. And it grew under my skin, really, mm. day by day. I felt that my heart was, yeah, meant to be there because every time I went to bed at night. Uh, my head was in the store you were thinking Uh, of of what can I do whoa that's so cool yeah I wonder what they saw today what they found today with whom they spoke today because also
0: because your family is not from Venice itself no you you come from outside of Venice like me okay so it must have been already uh challenging as well to fit into the city and to get into something, this job that, uh, you know, you say you kind of got drawn into it, but it wasn't what you wanted to do originally. It must have been so, I mean, challenging at first. Yeah,
1: I think the, the biggest challenge was for my parents, saying the truth, when they first opened mm-hmm. the store, because you, as you may know, the Venetian community can be mm-hmm. either be really welcoming, but sometimes they can also be quite close. They're
0: island mm-hmm. people.
1: Uh, yeah. So you know, they, and they're really jealous of their. Well, season.
0: let's say let's say I think you have to earn your place in Venice. Exactly. I think. Yeah, mm. uh, I agree with uh, with this. So at first, the
1: people were kind of you know, uh, I wouldn't say suspicious, but at the same time, they, they were curious, but they didn't want to show it. Yeah. So yeah, they were passing by, picking through, picking inside. And day by day, year by year, we conquered their trust. Yeah. And uh, so no, now also Venetian people really love to come mm. um, in our store and we're really happy with it.
0: Also, because i got to say, you have transformed a lot through the years. I remember passing mm, about 15 years ago and he has changed. He has, uh, I don't know, he has grown. I mean, not as in size, of course, but mm-hmm. it kind of have, um, it bloomed, I think. Yes, it it. it, it I don't know. It's evolved. It's brighter. It's uh. It's got his personality. It's totally. I I repeat, uh, your shop for me is not just an antique shop. It is a a cool. I don't know an alcove. I don't even know how to explain. it just it oozes out the personality you know what i'm saying okay i don't know if i mean you're inside so obviously you see me as uh, you know uh, living there every day i'm telling mm-hmm. you as a, as an outsider okay that's a feeling i get every time i walk i'm drawn even though i'm not a lover of I mean, lover it's not i'm, I'm not a connoisseur of anything I'm literally drawn into it. And whenever I pass with people, rarely, rarely have ghost people say to me, oh no, but not interesting. They all go like, do you want to go in? Oh yeah, please. I'm glad. I'm glad our passion can actually uh, permeate,
1: can permeate through our items and things. And yeah, we put a lot of time, a lot of efforts, but it's something we really love. love. We are so lucky doing this because
0: when you love doing what you're doing, what could you ask more? I mean. And another thing, I want to know the research. How long does it take? I mean, because you got so many different kind of items, are you specific? Um, specific is any every member of a family, you know, specifying <laughs> in something so that way you is easier for you to do the research? Uh, I'd say
1: I am the uh, the uh, the one that actually operates most of the research because I'm okay. I, I I became quite good. The years doing that, I know what the keywords, for example, are to look for, or uh, I got, you know, oh no, I got the eye. And then uh, maybe I'd say my parents, maybe they have their experience for mm-hmm. sure that helps them and they have their studies as well. Because so when, when they were younger, their studies so much and they, they did, I mean, they were, they were also, they were, they have been passionate about antiques for so many years before opening the, the store. They were medical because, doctors before. Yeah
0: exactly because they were an antique dealers to start with. They exactly. did something totally different. They they actually open it for passion. That is what sometimes I think is uh, is amazing when people start going through this uh, the road. Yeah, they were crazy in my opinion because they <laughs> they're like <loud laughs> no, 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 this wrong no. word. It's not crazy. It's called visionary no oh, i'm telling awesome. you this marisa that's told fun. me this is from marisa convento marisa always tells me when you know when i come up with my pie I idea you know me and my yeah. ideas and so on you know and lately she doesn't go anymore oh none of my friends anymore go like oh my god you're crazy she goes like okay when are you gonna do this <laughs> so, the other day i said to her you don't think i'm crazy oh no monica you're visionary okay i like that so yeah, yeah. that's perfect your parents are visionary, that's why. Yeah, they were visionary. Okay. Listen, and what about the most beautiful girl in Venice? Is Nina coming towards the dark side of antiques? Uh, I, oh, well, I don't
1: want you know to impose anything on her. She's no. got to take well, She's got fashion.
0: But... Okay. First of all, your daughter has got fashion sense since she was born. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't look like my daughter because people don't, cannot <laughs> look at me right now.
1: Thank God, (laughs) because right now, but she's so
0: freaking fashionable. She is. I mean, I remember when was she, one and a half, two. I mean, as as soon as she started walking, she Mm -hmm. was going around Venice, and it was like, oh, my God. I think she's going to develop the fashion side of your antique shop. Maybe she's going to come up finding all the, you know, vintage and antique clothing or something, costumes. I can just see her doing that. Yes, yeah, very likely. Jewelry, jewelry. Oh, jewelry. Oh, she's into jewelry. She's oh. so much into jewelry. Yeah. Well, you got, I mean, i got to say, you got some beautiful, beautiful uh, antique jewelry in, in your uh, in your shop. So some amazing earrings uh, that are so sometimes that you have is, and I, I mean, I want, do you have actually have pieces just from Italy or from all over the world? Mm, from all over, I'd say, Europe. Europe. When we talk about jewelry, like
1: gold and precious and semi-precious stones, yes, I'd say uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about other things, as we were saying before, for example, the hamster, the mm-hmm. Jewish hamlet, uh, they also come from North Africa, for example. So it depends, wow. depends okay. on the items, okay.
0: yeah. Okay, and obviously you got a website. That, do you also sell online or not?
1: Okay, that's uh um it's not a hard question, but okay, we rather we rather like not
0: to sell online. I know mm-hmm. it's kind of it, it goes against the. Uh, no, no, it's uh it's choices, and I understand in your case why you might not want because, to. Because
1: yeah, since we're selling antiques, we rather prefer people to have the chance to see with their eyes of what course. they're buying and everything. But but. Uh, the times are um, we have to go forward but we cannot ignore the modernity and so on so we very often we're asked to sell things
0: online so i try to take as many pictures as mm. possible oh before. and you're amazing i've got to say you're really good at taking them very you <laughs> go really true. well you do you're really <gasps> go into you really going to the so details. well you do marie Carabella, because you really take um, the details you're very careful with the details and with the lighting and, you know, when you sell something. It's important, under- I guess. It's important. It's very important, and I love it because you're very active on social medias and uh, on Twitter, thankfully, because so many people don't use Twitter, so that you do. And you always always give a little bit of history of the piece, you're always explaining your words. Um, you know, guys, that you need to follow her because she's so good, she really is really, really good. Listen, um, I'm blushing just that you said she's so no, bad. stop it. Okay, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I want to know if somebody all over the world, whatever has got some particular requirement can he just write to you and say look I'm looking for this kind of thing is there something you do for for clients
1: uh not actually because it Takes, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, you mean that he, he can write us and ask us to search for a particular. Thing? No, 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 no. And to it,
0: say if you got it. Oh, no, for if sure, you for You haven't sure, yes. got it to keep an eye, just in case when you go. No, 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 no,
1: yes, that that happens all the time. We receive okay. tons of emails every day, so yeah, okay. that's something we do. It, sometimes people ask us, as, ask us for you know assessments, evaluation, mm-hmm. or yeah, please could you please look for me these specific keys if you you know stumble upon it. No, assessment and evaluation is not something we do or okay. looking specifically for
0: something that we don't have at the moment. Okay, but okay.
1: We can keep an eye open, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then I assume you go regular clients as well, then, you know,
1: that you deal yeah, with. Because then... we, we, you, we need to, uh, con- I
0: don't
1: know how you
0: say, economize, uh not Okay, what? no, to keep the cost down and to keep your time... Uh, of the best uh, it's, it's yeah. a
1: problem of time mostly. Because, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Also, because you got a child that you got to, you know, every so often take care <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, <laughs> you know. When I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are you open every day or do you have days off like people should? <laughs> no,
1: we uh until now we've been we kept the store open every day because we are in three. So we're able to alternate ourselves, and so we, we're not
0: always in three opening the store. Of mm-hmm. well, yeah, of course. It's not only me. Sometimes it's only my parents. Otherwise, if it would be always together, we would kill each other. Oh yeah, that's one. That's one thing I wanted to ask you, Bavana. I <laughs> reframed from saying <laughs> about working <laughs> with, about working with mom and dad. You know, all the time. You know, but at least you got living uh, um, babysitters. <laughs> Exa- no, no yeah especially when nina
1: was you know she was little. a newborn yeah yeah thank god my parents were there maybe they weren't actually actively helping me keeping her you know but they were there opening yeah. the store i couldn't go there
0: because she, yeah. she was small and everything yeah so. yeah. I remember i uh, meant no. she had a little pen the back <laughs> exactly no we,
1: we are a good team i have to say we don't we almost never fight
0: almost oh that's good
1: Adeline, almost but no okay, no
0: okay okay between me and you who do we owe this to your mom and dad? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> now because they are so nice and calm. <laughs> That's another thing when you walk into your shop, if your mom and dad are there, but the place is just so peaceful, it's so calm. Out you know, I'm a very loud person, and I told you every time I walk into your shop, all of a sudden. I, my I, I become quiet oh. <laughs> above, above all if your dad is around I, i've I kind of feel ashamed of me being so loud <laughs> so, I'm be so, so soft because i think oh my god i'm gonna break something <laughs> no 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 everybody is welcome loud people quiet people everybody is
1: welcome for yeah, no, sure we're no no we're not that kind of store our door is always open uh, uh, we don't have for example the, you know many antique store they mm-hmm. have uh, a bell to ring yeah. to get inside we don't have it anybody can come inside anytime they want
0: well but i think it's, it's also because the way you've um you see that when i was trying to say that it looks like a museum is because of the way you display things and the way you can walk around and you can see everything i mean i walked uh, and gone to places you know antique shops and it's like walking into somebody's wardrobe you know (laughs) everything is piled there and you got to rummage try to find things yours is literally you see everything and you can spend hours in your shop for that reason because everything is displayed by the time you read the description by the time you look at the details and then you go oh look look at that it's uh it is uh, aladdin's cave uh, and it looks yeah. like aladdin's cave as well because you go over gold stuff. <laughs> yeah. right maria gabriella one little question about venice instead since okay. uh, you live right in the ghetto so mm-hmm. yes correct. what uh how long have you been living there for
1: uh we've been here for almost let's say um, 20
0: 25 years okay so i mean i usually ask this question to all the venetians um, you know live uh, in, living in venice itself um how has it changed for you in the last 20 years what was the biggest things that you've seen changing in venice uh, it's not necessarily a good thing. Uh, no, 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 it doesn't have to be. No, no, I'm just saying. No, 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 and, and okay. it's not. I'm not talking about good things. Uh, I wish there were good things.
1: <laughs> no, I saw an increasing
0: uh,
1: superficial approach mm. to the city, uh, both from tourists and the tourism, I wouldn't say tourists, tourism in general, mm-hmm. and from Venetian as well. It's like they are starting to give up on the city and it's something that really breaks my heart because hmm. um i think we can still do something we can still do so many things to keep venice alive yeah flourishing i don't know whether it was a crisis or something it's just i see people are yeah they they they're sort of kind of giving up and yes something so so bad because you cannot give up on a city like this yeah it's no. outraging, yeah, for sure. And since the Venetians first mm. um, have this attitude, yeah. of course, of course, the tourists uh, get it, you know. Yeah, of course, they're yeah. influenced by this. So,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, t- I totally agree with you. I was talking to uh, the director of Palazzo Grimani a couple of days ago, but uh, <laughs> very gladly, they said to me they're gonna are gonna be able to interview them in the next few days, and oh, cool. we yeah i'm so where happy about it because you know uh it's so hard to interview the museums in venice uh, y- you know, uh, know exactly yeah so i was so happy when they said uh, yes and we were on the same uh you know on the same level when we were talking about it because she said she was saying exactly the same thing you know and i was saying that the problem is because number one we're not educated it's not point to keep talking about over tourism and wanting to limit the number of people coming We're not going to be able to do that. How do you change, in my opinion, things? Educating people. Exactly. Educating people. Get the the right message across. Show them how much there is to do in a city. Use the media, the social media, the influencer in the right way, not just to do marketing, but to actually teach people. And look, if somebody that's got, like let's say, 1 million, 2 million followers come around and says... You know what? We should do Venetian rowing. We should go do, doing these little museums. We should do this. Then people will do them because people listen. Unfortunately, but they do. And educating, explaining why. Instead, we just uh, I don't know. It's, I I I'm with you on this. That's why the podcast was born. You know, people say to me, "Oh, boy, it takes time."
1: and you're doing such a great work in doing this. So really uh, thank you. I, I, I'm thanking you on behalf also
0: of my family. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. No. I just I stop just I keep forgetting to tell my listeners that when they go to visit the places or see the people that we talk about on the podcast, please do tell the people <laughs> I've interviewed that you went there because of the podcast, because unfortunately we don't, uh, you know, it's not like a blog when you get to see the numbers. On podcast, I only find out if people are actually listening when they tell me otherwise. And I know that it's nice for you guys as well to know that somebody walked into your shop because they heard the interview and we talked about it because they're thinking, oh, okay, then it's worth worthing." it was worth it to talk it right yeah but but I saw on the map you
1: published that there are so many people listening to your podcast right now all over I,
0: I mean, know the worst so I mean excited. Korea I was so excited Korea, yeah, yeah yeah I want to go to Korea soon and it's like oh my god I got two listeners I don't know I'm very Where'd happy no I'm happy because it's really is uh all over the world and it's nice so if me that i'm so little can i can have this reach can you imagine the city of venice a city of venice and by using the right uh, channels what they can do what they could achieve but they're not and it's it's so sad i I don't
1: know why It's, it's not even it's not laziness i don't know maybe they're they have more important things about the thing
0: I just think it's not laziness. I just think it's limited mind, yeah, and is yeah. uh, looking at tomorrow, not at, uh, as in today and tomorrow, but not in the far future. When instead is making money now, when instead they should reason that uh, if you cultivate, if you educate people, you have money forever because you're teaching them. And if a person comes and has a good time, he's gonna tell his family his kids, his friends, and they will want to do exactly the same thing. I just don't, I don't know. You know, the famous passaparola, you know, word Mm -hmm. of mouth. I don't know oh well anyway listen i know you got to go and cook for nina now because I, she was very good she we did we haven't heard that thought we were gonna she, get a little child no she passed by actually she also came here next to the way they're not focused.
1: Okay, so yeah she was yeah.
0: Very silent I, I want i wanted a really ciao monica how are you <laughs> well the last time she wouldn't even say hello to me i mean i I mean she hasn't seen me in such a long time she probably didn't recognize me she said who the hell is that one but (laughs) which no way anyway maria gabriella where can people what's your website and your social medias please
1: okay so we're active on
0: facebook instagram and twitter
1: and you just need to look for Antiquita al ghetto there's a cnh for the key sound
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we also have a website uh, it's www.antiquitaalghetto.com
0: okay all of this will be at the end of the uh, both of my website and also i will repeat it later on listen darling it was so nice finally talking to you my <laughs> bad my bad I have to say my <laughs> bad. No, fairly you, fairly. you're <laughs> just busy you're just busy you're just busy and I know you're very busy and I'll speak to you soon and I'll pop in to see you soon as uh, soon as I go a minute and I'm pretty sure you will e- you will hear from me from some other crazy ideas you know me you're the first one that I usually write to <laughs> I look forward to it for sure.
2: I'm into
0: it. Yes. Okay. Take me aboard. Okay. Speak to you soon. Ciao, Cara. Ciao. Yes. Goodbye to everyone. Ciao. 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 Thank you so much, Maria Gabriella. It was a lovely chat. You can find Maria Gabriella and her family at www.antiquitalghetto.com and on all social medias as Antiquita Alghetto. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicaceserato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at Cooking Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicaceserato.com for more information about the people featuring the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye!